Today is Tuesday, March 28th. The title for our devotional is All In. Our new campaign we started this week is called A La Carte Christianity. I introduced the campaign topic yesterday, so if you didn't read or listen to yesterday's devotional, be sure to do so. Today we're going to look at some of Paul's teachings that reveal an approach to the Christian life that is all in. These are some of the most often memorized passages in the New Testament because they speak to the total surrender to Christ, which marks the beginning of discipleship. In his epistles, Paul makes a number of comments that indicate this commitment. Galatians 2.20, he says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Philippians 1.21, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Colossians 3, 9-10 Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Paul, in these verses, uses the strongest language to describe his perspective on the all-encompassing nature of the Christian life. Christ is now his life. He is a new creation. For him to live, if he is going to continue living, he doesn't know because he might be executed soon in prison. But if he is to live, it is Christ, he says. He is so identified with Christ that if he is to live, it is for Christ and in Christ. He has been crucified with Christ, he says. In Christ, we have taken off our old selves and put on the new self. This language couldn't be stronger. When we come to faith in Jesus, we have a new identity. We've essentially become new people. This, of course, is not a la carte language. This is all in language. We don't partially die and partially live to Christ. One isn't partially crucified. The Colossians 3.9 text gets at an interesting dynamic that you may be thinking about. Paul mentions that we have, quote, we have taken off the old self and have put on the new self. Then he says of the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Although we are new creations in Christ, we are still being renewed. We are still in process. God is still making us into the image of Christ, which is our standard of discipleship. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says something similar. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So, there is a sense in which we are already made new, and a sense in which we are still in process. Let's unpack this a bit. In Romans 6, Paul describes how our sinful nature has been crucified with Christ, so we are now alive to God in righteousness. In salvation, Jesus has made us new, no longer enslaved to sin and death. He has given us the resurrection life only he has. Now, through the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us, we are being made fully into the image of Christ. I think of it like my dad's old 66 Plymouth Barracuda that he has been restoring and recently got on the road. The initial restoration was quite dramatic. The body was rusted out, unpainted, fit only for the scrap heap. But it has been made new. The rusty segments were cut out and replaced. The body was given a paint job. The engine and all the parts were installed. At that point, you could say that the car has been made new but my dad will never stop tinkering with it. As he drives it, parts will break down and need to be fixed. Pieces will need to be upgraded, and he will constantly find ways to make it better. Like the car, it's not ourselves doing the work, but God in us. Our role is to surrender more and more fully to Jesus and the work of the Holy Spirit, allowing him to change and transform us into the image of Christ. So it begins with this major posture of surrender. 
giving up control of our life to determine our own destiny to Christ. Control, our desire to control our own lives and destinies for our own sakes, is the antithesis to this new life in Christ. Until we surrender then and go all in for Jesus, we will continue to practice an a la carte Christianity, which is no Christianity at all. We must begin this process of discipleship by surrendering ourselves, all of ourselves, to Christ. For additional content, I've included a quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer from his book, The Cost of Discipleship. He writes, The cross is laid on every Christian. The first Christ's suffering which every man must experience is the call to abandon the attachments of this world. It is that dying of the old man which is the result of his encounter with Christ. As we embark upon discipleship, we surrender ourselves to Christ in union with his death. We give over our lives to death. Thus it begins. The cross is not the terrible end to an otherwise God-fearing and happy life, but it meets us at the beginning of our communion with Christ. When Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. It may be a death like that of the first disciples who had to leave home and work to follow him, or it may be a death like Luther's who had to leave the monastery and go out into all the world. But it is the same death every time, death in Jesus Christ, death of the old man at his call. For reflection time today, discipleship begins with a declaration of full surrender to Jesus. Of course, we won't always live up to this declaration, but it must be our heart's desire, or we will experience little to no spiritual growth and formation. So today, reaffirm, or affirm for the first time, your complete surrender to the Lordship of Jesus in your life. Go through the different spheres of your life and the things you value, and surrender them all to Christ, His Lordship and will.